Hey, Seattle hockey fans, welcome to another episode of Locked on Kraken. I am your host, Erica L. Ayala. Thank you, as always, for making us your first listen of the day or your first view of the day if you're watching on YouTube. More on that a little bit later. But, you know, we just wrapped up rookie camp. We're going to hear from Shane Wright on this episode. He's going to talk about how the rookie portion of training camp has gone. The veteran guys are going to get their physicals today, and then everyone should be able to hit the ice come tomorrow. Also, we're going to go back to my big bad bolt prediction and maybe a few other folks starting to weigh in on whether Vegas or Seattle will win a Stanley Cup first. All that coming up on this episode of Locked on Kraken. You are Locked on Kraken. Your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. Hey, to the hey, what do you say, Seattle sports fans? Welcome to another episode of Locked on Kraken. As I mentioned, I'm your host, Erica L. Ayala. We are back to five days, except for Monday where I was sick. I'm still a little sick. Anyway, we're heading back to five days. We are in season, baby, official, and we're going to have some fun stuff coming up on Locked on Kraken. We're going to hear from Shane Wright, as I mentioned, and uh, he, like me, has the sniffles a little bit. I'm telling you, being on the ice in the summer, not fun for your respiratory system. Anyway, we're going to hear from Shane Wright, him talking about being able to get back into market, what the first few days have looked like. As I mentioned in our open, you've got the uh, veteran guys. They're making their way to um, – to training camp by way of just getting their physicals and everything done. So we're hoping everything's on the up and up. I've told you this before, but if you're not following, I'm sure you are. But if you're not already following Emerald City Hockey, make sure you do that. They've been giving some behind-the-scenes BTS stuff over from Kraken Community Iceplex, including, of course, our favorite uh, Turbo that would be Brandon Tanev hitting the ice again. It was great to see that video by Emerald City Hockey. It's great to see Turbo Tanev on the ice again. Obviously had an injury um, midseason. Really missed that energy. Um, or if you're a Beyonce fan, energy. Oh, energy. That's a great, that's a great little song. Anyway, <laughs> we're going to get into it. So let's first dive into some of the conversation that we've been hearing from the media availabilities at um, rookie camp, which was Monday and Tuesday. So Monday and yesterday, as of the time we're recording this show, today's Wednesday, happy hump day to everyone. Um, so we started hearing from the scrum lots of questions about if Shane Wright and Maddie Beneers were asking some of the young guys who had also made their, their debuts as teenagers for advice. So let me take you over to the Seattle Kraken website because we have an amazing article here by the one and only Bob Condor. Now, again, yesterday it was Shane Wright that spoke to media, but I, I, I'm assuming it was Bob was asking just a little bit from Shane and Maddie, both who are teenagers, what it's like to be in these camps with some of the older guys. Um, so Beneers debuted at 19. 
Wright. Um, Wright is obviously a teenager. I believe he's still 18. Um, but some of the players on the current roster, as you see here in this article, um, it's uh, Jared McCann and Jaden Schwartz uh, debuted in the NHL as teenagers. Um, other players include Burakovsky, Olsen, and Kale Flurry. And, of course, Ronnie Francis debuted at 18, once the number four overall pick. Um, and so I just think it's interesting that, you know, there's some guys that have NHL experience young. Now, this de depends on a lot. It depends on where you go in the draft. It depends on how high in the draft you are. I would argue that if you are a higher draft pick, there's probably more need for young guys, although not every team goes that route. We've heard it when we had our crossover with Eddie from Locked on Kings. I've been talking about it a lot, even with Brett Holden, our crossover with the Oilers, Edmonton Oilers, an FC opportunity. If you haven't listened to that or watched that episode, I highly encourage that you watch it. It's a little longer, but Brett and I are a ball of energy, so hopefully we kept you entertained. But I think it's interesting. I'm going to close this out for those watching on YouTube. I think it's interesting uh, that there is some experience with these guys breaking in at as teenagers. Now, is this any different than when you might get uh, at a different um, one of the, you know one of the other thirty-one flavors, if you will, one of the other NHL franchises? Not necessarily. I mean, you know, breaking in as a teenager, it happens. I think what's different, and again, it goes back to my conversation with Brett, is that the Seattle Kraken especially comparative to what we see in the Pacific Division, the Kings as an example, when we talked to Eddie, but what we see from the Vegas Golden Knights. Night and day, no pun intended, but if it works, we go with it. No pun intended, night and day between the Seattle Kraken and the Vegas Golden Knights. First of all, speaking of Las Vegas, um, the Vegas Golden Knights weren't even the first pro team to bring a championship to the Sin City. That belongs to the Las Vegas Aces. Now, I know for some of you this might be a sour point because the Aces had to go through the Seattle Storm to even get to the WNBA Finals. It was a great battle. That was such a great series. It could have been the Finals on its own. But um, you got to give stick taps when they are deserved. So congratulations to the Vegas uh, Aces. Uh, Vegas Golden Knights, we're not handing out any awards to you. And we're going to talk about that a little bit later. So I mentioned that Shane Wright talked to media. I also alluded that he has some uh, summertime sniffles. Although, actually, the, the fall solstice is coming here soon, so we won't be in summer much longer. But let's cut over to Shane Wright. You're going to hear uh, a few snippets from him uh, in his media availability yesterday with the amazing Kraken uh, Media Corps. Highly recommend. I mentioned Emerald City Hockey already. You got to make sure you're following the sound of hockey. The Seattle Times does a great job. And um, there's also some YouTubers that you should be following. I mean, we've had Scott on the show, had him on early, and uh, a few other places that do maybe more of a roundup of Seattle sports, but should be covering the Kraken. Anyway, let's get you over to Shane Wright. And then coming up next on Locked on Kraken, I'm going to get into one of my 
favorite writers. Um, he used to be a beat writer for the Seattle Kraken, now a national writer for ESPN, Ryan Soto Clark. He's going to tell us what are some of the needs of the Seattle Kraken, how did we measure up, uh, and what are some big storylines for Seattle as we head into the next season. But first, Shane Wright. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think obviously it's nice. Um, you'll have in those couple days uh, back in July development camp, just kind of getting the lay of the land here, just kind of uh, get to know the area here. Um, you'll obviously know the facilities here and then uh, know the area around here as well and some of the guys and the staff. So uh, it's definitely nice having that you know past experience here coming into this week. Oh, it was so much fun. Yeah. Um, I think just those those couple of days before, being able to skate with all those guys, being able to you know kind of be around the, the, the group and the main the main team that's gonna be um, you know participating this year and gonna be competing this year is uh, pretty cool for me. Pretty cool for me to see um, you know level they're at and level I have to get to if I wanna uh, you know have a chance to make this team. Yeah, I think uh, you know training definitely got a lot more intense. I think that um, you know at that point, you know I had a goal, I had a goal in mind to you know come in training camp and enter my spot in the team and to make the team. So uh, that was definitely my my mindset, you know, throughout the whole summer and uh, you know training, competing, uh, you know, get ready for for camp as best as I could. Um, I think just just overall, just kind of making sure that um, I can compete with the speed at this level. I think that that's the biggest difference that you know I've been I've been told and, and biggest thing that, that I can see so far just from competing is uh, you know the speed of play, uh, the speed of uh, you know plays being made on the ice as well is definitely uh, you know level up from what I've been used to. So I think that's definitely something that I've had to adjust to a little bit, but um, it's definitely something that uh, I feel like I'm doing good uh, with so far. All right, Seattle hockey fans, that was Shane Wright again. As always, if you want to listen to the full media availability, I usually just cut what the player is saying. Uh, sometimes the audio also is a little bit wonky. Um, but if you want to listen to that full media availability, it's a pretty short one with Shane Wright, head over to Locked on Kraken on YouTube. That's where you're going to get the behind-the-scenes stuff in more depth. I will also do my best to make sure that I link up the episode where that clip is coming from if you want to refer back to it. You know, just in case you got some time, go check out the archives. We thank you so much. Again, we're trying to get to that 500 subs or more we want to get this this site monetized so we're trying to get to 500 before puck drops at climate pledge arena so tell your friends that we're where it's at but as i mentioned coming up next on locked on kraken we're gonna go over into an article um it, it's by a, a contribution of writers over at espn but we're gonna, of course going to focus on the seattle kraken and our former beat writer writer ryan soto clark is going to talk about um, lingering questions for the Seattle Kraken. But right now, let me tell you about our friends Bet Online. They've been such a great sponsor here. And betonline.net is your number one source for all your pro and college football betting needs and sports information this season. Find all the latest football league developments, game matchups, news, and podcasts, including this year's opening week games, which of course, you know, we're already in the swing of things for football at the pro level, college level. So that's good to see. Bet Online is also your continued source for all your sports wagering in a variety of sports and leagues, including, of course, the National Hockey League, the NBA, and it goes on from there. So head to the website today. Again, that's betonline.net. You can use your mobile device or whatever device you got to learn more about the trends and action. Bet Online is where the game starts. All right, folks, lingering questions. 
lingering questions for the Seattle Kraken. We're going to take you over to, as I mentioned, an article up on ESPN where former uh, beat writer for the Seattle Kraken, Ryan Soto Clark, uh, weighs in on the lingering questions for our favorite NHL franchise. And is it is it even a surprise? Is it a surprise, folks? Let me let me try to uh I wanna there we go. Let's make it nice and big for you. Is it a surprise? Is it a surprise that we're talking about goaltending? No. I think the answer is no. But here's how the question is framed. Big question. What impact will new goaltending coach Steve Briere have on the Kraken? And I like how this is framed. I've talked about Philip Grubauer and maybe him getting a case of the yips last season. Chris Drieger can't stay out of, uh, you know, or can't stay off the injured list. And uh, Martin Jones as a bridge contract. We've talked about this, talked about Joey Decor and having an amazing season with the Charlotte Checkers. We're hoping that he'll have another amazing season this year with the Coachella Valley Firebirds. So we've talked about this, right? I like this, though, the way it's framed. Let me come out of here just for a minute. So I've talked a lot last season. If you listen to the podcast, if you're a longtime listener, first of all, thank you. I'm so grateful to you. I hope you're having a good time. I'm having a good time. We're gonna have a great. We're gonna have a great time this year. If you're watching on YouTube, thank you also again. Trying to grow that subscriber list. Make sure you also check out the notifications for when we do have extra videos. Um, but then you know that during last season, I kept saying Philip Krubauer, he doesn't look comfortable. He just doesn't look comfortable. Getting my southern roots in there. He didn't look comfortable. Uh, he never looked comfortable. And so is that trust with the teammates. As the season goes on and as you see Grubauer off of the ice engaging with his teammates, it was I was hard-pressed to believe that this was an issue because he had any distrust with his teammates. I did not, I, and I still do not, uh, at least on paper. I have concerns. I think maybe it's not the biggest question, but another question is defense for the Seattle Kraken team. You probably heard me say that a time or two. But if it's not the teammates, then it has to be the system. And you got a goalie coach. I'm assuming the goalie coach handles the goalie situations, you know, in tandem, of course, with the other coaches. But if you got a goalie coach that can't get your goalie, your starting goalie, comfortable, maybe that's the problem. And we've talked about it before on Locked on Kraken. When Ronnie Francis came and talked to us immediately after the exit interviews of the players, and again, you can check out those media availabilities. Somewhere up here, if you're watching on YouTube, there's a card, but also check out the show notes because it'll have the link. I'll link directly to Ron Francis talking about um, the goaltending change. Came out, said it right away. That was the first change we got in the offseason, save for, of course, anything that happened at uh, the trade deadline. Um, you know, so that was something that they needed to fix. Now, the other thing that's really interesting is that the Seattle Kraken moved on from Andrew Allen, but I've talked about this before. Andrew Allen is now back with the Seattle Kraken. 
he is back in a, like a scouting position. So to me, that points that Allen and Gruby just didn't see eye to eye, but that I'm assuming the Seattle Kraken still see something in Allen that they want. So we'll see how that pans out. But uh, yeah, so I like this question. Let's go back to the article. This is... Um, a composite of other writers for um, ESPN and their NHL coverage. But this is by Ryan S. Clark. And, uh, you know, he's talking about the $5.9 million annually that we're paying for Gruby. Did that, was that a $5.9 million performance last year? I'm inclined to say no. Um, you know, former Vesna Trophy finalist, we didn't see that. We just didn't see it. I mean, we had Linda Kahn on the show. She's a former goaltender. She gave it to him pretty raw. I loved that interview, loved that conversation with Linda Kahn. She, she's amazing. Go check it out. Again, you can check it out on YouTube or wherever you're listening to, to uh, Locked on Kraken. Something's got to give. Linda said she thinks Gruby's got to drop some weight. So I'm very curious to see if he comes in uh, physically a little bit different. Again, physicals are happening today for the Seattle Kraken. So I wanted to just bring this up here. I do think it's the most pressing, pressing issue. The most lingering question that we have by far is what we're going to get from goaltending, but particularly what we're going to get from Grubauer. I'd like to see him get a little more, bit more comfortable in what's going on. Um, you know, there was also this telling time, you know, someone asked you know, about the decision to pull the goalie. I, I forget what game it was. It was pretty early if I remember, um, you know, and he's like, that's not my call. Uh, that's a coach's call. And I was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. Can Steve Briere be a goalie whisperer? Ooh. Goalie whisperer. That's what we need him to be. All right. So that's that. Coming up next on Locked on Kraken. I have been saying since the beginning of Locked on Kraken, over a year ago, my boldest options is that the Seattle Kraken will win a Stanley Cup before the Golden Knights. And now that story, just like our AHL affiliate, is catching flame, folks. We're going to talk about it coming up next on Locked on Kraken. Hey, thanks as always for making Locked on Kraken your first listen of the day. We appreciate it. Now, make sure after you listen to Locked on Kraken, that you are listening to our other show, Locked on NHL. We've got some amazing stuff coming down the pike for you. We're going to have activations. We're going to get back to our post-game recaps or anytime there's breaking news. You're going to hear it right here first. And speaking of some of our, uh, as we called them before, I'll get a new name. I don't want to spoil it for you. Uh, our now is Locked on now. Or sometimes we, we have them as bold predictions. I was asked to make a bold prediction uh, for the upcoming Seattle Kraken season before our inaugural season. And it's hard to make a prediction about a team when you don't even know what the team is looking like. You don't know what's happening. So my bold prediction, well, let's take you back to what I said. Uh, my biggest, baddest, boldest prediction that I've stuck with ever since. Here you go. 
What's cracking, hockey fans? Eric Lindsay Ayala, your host of the daily podcast Locked on Kraken here. And I am here to provide my bold prediction for the Seattle Kraken in their inaugural season in the 2021-22 NHL season. And I might have taken a few liberties here because my bold prediction will likely span over several years, but certainly has to get cracking, if you will, this season. And here it is. My bold prediction is that the Seattle Kraken will win a Stanley Cup before the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Now for this to come true and for the Seattle Kraken to make manifest on this bold prediction, they certainly have to get it done this season. We take a look at the betonline.ag odds. Right now, the Seattle Kraken are in the playoffs. They are in that third position, according to these odds, that would put them in the NHL playoffs. And one thing that's important as you're building a championship-type franchise is to get playoff experience. I've talked about it on the podcast. We hear Ron Francis and other experts around the league talk about it. This team was built for leadership. It was built for culture. Now they have to make all of that come together on the ice. And one really great way to do that is to aspire to get into the playoffs and then get that playoff experience. You need to know what it's going to take to win a title. And you have to feel that physically within your body. A few other things to note. The Pacific Division is known as one of the weaker divisions, and it's advantageous for the Seattle Kraken to be in that division. But we also have to remember that there are a handful of teams in the Pacific Division that have young talent in the pipeline already, up-and-coming young talent that could shift the tide. And so if the Seattle Kraken truly want to be able to get that Stanley Cup, certainly ahead of the Las Vegas Golden Knights, then they need to capitalize on the opportunity that they have now to establish themselves in the Pacific Division. But if you want to know more about this bold prediction and all things Seattle Kraken, make sure you join me over at Locked on Kraken. And as we say in the membership group, the depths of the Seattle Kraken, hold fast, stay true, and let's go Kraken. There it is, folks. There it is. We are going to win the Stanley Cup before the Las Vegas Golden Knights end. I'm not the only one that thinks so. Or at least I'm not the only one having the conversation. Wouldn't you look at this? State your case. Golden Knights or Kraken will win Stanley Cup first. So that's our question of the day. I've obviously already told you what I think. I have a thought or two of what you, assuming that you're watching as a Seattle Kraken fan. Or you could be a fan of mine. Either way. Either way. Maybe you're just a fan of people who do podcasts with a raspy voice because uh, they were at a ice rink in Florida in September. Either way, glad you're here. This is the question of the day. Who will win the Stanley Cup first, the Golden Knights or the Seattle Kraken? I have already told you I have put my answer in. Now, over on NHL.com. You've got Tracy Myers, editor and editor-in-chief Bill Price, who are weighing in on this. Uh, Some of the arguments are very interesting, including do they have faith in the leadership one way or another? Uh, What they do with their prospects and in free agency is a big thing. But we're going to close the show going with what I believe to be the more salient take. And it's my show, so I get to uh, I say what I want. Here we go. 
no argument on the the Cassidy impacts. Of course, talking about Bruce Cassidy, not Butch Cassidy. That's a whole nother. That's like a movie thing. Anyway, uh, he's a great coach who led the Boston Bruins to the Stanley Cup in 2019 when they lost to the St. Louis Blues in seven. Speaking of the cup, the Kraken have a few players who are familiar with that big shiny trophy. Yanni Gord, Vince Dunn, Philip Grubauer, Burakovsky. Um, I, I'm skipping around here. Here's what I want you to uh, to know uh, and what I want you to hear and to read for yourself. Past cup winners, help the young group come along and let them know what it's going to take to reach the pinnacle. Have I not been saying this? Have I not been saying this, folks? And you can check out the rest of the article. I don't want to spoil it all for you. But I want to get a little dramatic here once again. I'm going to read it again. Quote, past cup winners will help the young group come along and let them know what it's going to take to reach the pinnacle, to rise and to swim from the depths, to reach Stanley Cup glory for the first time for the city of Seattle since the Seattle Metropolitans. Let's go. During the Spanish influenza, influenza, let's go. What I'm dealing with right now. Anyway, goes on to say, I agree with Bill on that this probably won't get figured out for a few seasons, but Tracy Meyer says, I'm putting my money on the Kraken. No offense, Vegas. I'm putting my money on the Kraken. I, I read the first piece twice. It doesn't say it twice. I just read it twice for effect. Put my money on the Kraken. I'm putting my money on the Kraken. Let's go. You might have defeated the Seattle Storm, Las Vegas, in the WNBA, but we're talking NHL here. Climate Pledge Arena will see a banner before I, uh, it's T-Mobile something, right? I think it's T-Mobile. I don't know. Insert sponsor arena. I think it's T-Mobile though. I know like where it's, it's actually by New York, New York. Did you know that? Did you know that? If you go to the Vegas strip, it's right there. It's very nice. Anyway, that's my big, bad, bold prediction. Been saying it for over a year. I bring it up. A little bit, like, you know, I bring it up a lot, I feel like. I feel like I talk about this a lot. I feel like I also have talked about that getting folks with experience to help this young group, FC opportunity. That's what Brett and I talked about. I love that he gave me that. I'm going to use that. That's going to be like our theme. Can we have a theme? Let's have a theme for Locked on Kraken for season two. And it's going to be FC opportunity. So we're building up from Hold Fast, Stay True, which is what the franchise gave us. From the depths. I have to renew my membership, by the way. Anyway, I'll do that. I'll do that soon. Uh, so we rise from the depths. And then FC opportunity. That's what it is. I still think we could have been more aggressive getting defenders. I still have questions. Again, lingering questions about goaltending. I like how that was framed about Chris, or excuse me, Chris, Steve Briere. What impact is he going to make? Because if that's the change that you made immediately, knowing that goaltending was an issue, you didn't change any other personnel. Of course, they brought in Martin Jones on one of those bridge contracts that I keep talking about. 
But that was out of necessity. We don't have Drieger. We don't have Drieger for a few months. So I like this. I like this. That's how we're ending the show. FC opportunity, baby. That's our theme for Locked on Kraken. Let me know what you think. So we've got the question of the day, Steve Breer. That's the question of the day. Uh, you know, what kind of an impact is he going to make? And then just give me your thoughts. What do you think about FC opportunity as our rally cry for this show? In addition to, of course, hold fast, stay true for the Seattle Kraken. All right, that's our show. Thank you, as always, for listening to Locked on Kraken, making us your first listen of the day. As I mentioned, now it's time for you to head over to Locked on NHL or go listen to one of the other Locked on shows. I mentioned Brett Holden, his energy is amazing. Eddie Garcia is a pro, literally does this on the radio. We've got, I mean, and I could go on and on. We've got so many amazing things. Ann Kimmel is doing amazing things for the Predators, not just for the Locked On show, but on her own. Follow what she's doing, you know, for SI and the Predators. It's amazing. So that's our show. We're coming back tomorrow. We should have a special guest. We're going to talk about broadcasting. I know I've been saying we're going to talk about it, but we're just going to get into it. We're going to get into broadcasting. Then we should have our special guest, uh, our guest. And, uh, and then we'll get cracking five days a week. Come hook or crook, voice or no, for next week. This is Locked on Kraken. I'm your host, Erica L. Ayala. Hold fast. Stay true. Let's go, Kraken. FC opportunity, baby.